Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter Podcast. I am your host, Andrew McKenney, with my co-host, Tim Taylor. You. Tim, how we doing tonight? Oh, fantastic. Well, it's, Weird it start to the weekend. Both of us, actually, Solid so. finish. Yeah. Was that? I said it. I, I was looking at the time to make sure it was actually night for both of us, and it is. Oh, yeah. It's very night for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's night for me now. <laughs> We are recording this after the the Vegas Golden Knights game. Bruins uh, winning, I believe, three to one. Is, is that yes, correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, some really nice goals, which we'll get into shortly, because there's a couple Bruins things that I want to get into. Um, I want to talk about the new uh, checking out Mullet Arena in Arizona yeah. for the first time. I want to talk about that a little bit. I want to talk about the Celtics. Um, and their recent struggle against Golden State, but all overall still hot as a team. Um, yeah, got to acknowledge uh, how good they were last Wednesday as well, but we'll get to there. And, and I want to talk about, I mean, not a lot to talk about with it, but Robert Williams could be back any time now, right? I mean, we still kind of expect a couple of weeks, but I don't know. Yeah, They're saying day to day, so. Some of us, some of us have as have irrational hopes yeah. <laughs> as they get ready to see the Celtics twice in the next forty eight hours. But you know, but, yeah. oh right, I forgot about that. That's right, buddy. It's exciting. <clears throat> we'll Clippers, talk about that too. Monday night, Lakers courtside Tuesday. Oh my god! So. You ever think you'd be able to say that? Like, no. Think about I was, think about. I still I kind of don't. I try not to. I like. I shouldn't even say it on the cast. <laughs> it just doesn't feel real until I'm there. Right, but especially, especially being like Celtics Lakers. That's a whole nother breed of. I know that the Lakers aren't any good, and we love to yeah. trash on them when we will forever. Um, but... I'd have the greatest time of my life watching the Detroit Pistons play the Charlotte Hornets courtside. <laughs> I'd I'd so be a just kid imagine the damn carnival, right? But yeah, so this is a little bit more of an interesting game to me yeah <laughs> i'd be like holy shit it's terry rogier um <laughs> gordon hayward's on the bench because he broke another bone a oh, weird one no um you know but yeah big big week big week coming up so we we should preview that but yeah we will but talk about history first there's something that i want to talk about before because i don't know this is what i want to start out with and is this like the is this like the pre like I got like me and Andrew don't really talk about what we talk about on here beforehand like at all yeah very conversational you could probably tell that I'm probably not breaking any crazy news to you guys uh this week is this the question I got ahead of time this week I I dude I don't know what's going on but I I just want to ask you because I don't know how often you check our DMs but I check them all the time and we're getting like hounded by this 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 guy see i see him come in and i know you reply so i don't want to open him because i get scared that you you won't reply to somebody <laughs> okay so that's fair but i but I, I see him come in but i only see i don't even see i see their half of the conversation like i don't that's true <laughs> i i Sometimes say I'll see that it's seen and you already replied i'll go in but yeah okay anyway i say that we've been getting hounded by this person but i think that i'm using the wrong terminology there we're I, I guess I'm going to say we're getting badgered by this person because we're getting DMs from this dude who keeps calling himself the the Boston Badger. Oh. 
like oh, no. this, yeah. naming himself cool, I guess already. But all right, he's he he sends DM after DM, and he's like, let me you know, let me tell you about this thing and that thing. And then we get this voice memo this week because I think that he was unhappy with how often I was responding to his DMs. So I want to play this because I don't know. Again, I don't know if you've heard this or not, but. I want to play this, and I want you to hear it, and then I want you to give me your thoughts on the whole thing because there's there's a lot to unpack here. Oh God! So okay. not not the question you asked me this week. <laughs> no, that's that's to come as well. But okay, this isn't even my homework. This is bonus work. Okay, let's go. This is bonus work that you probably haven't even heard yet. So so here we go. Let, let's listen to the Boston Badger. Hey, how are you guys? Uh, on your last show, you asked for a Frenchman to write in. Uh, well, I'm not French and I don't write, so a voice memo is all you're going to get. I uh, just wanted to badger you guys about a couple of things here. Oh, God. Uh, I love the show. I'm a new member of the Nosebleed Faithful. I listen every week. Uh, but, yeah, I wanted to badger you guys about this Bruins team all oh, year. Not again. And they've given me nothing to complain about. I mean, we're getting unreal goaltending. Swayman, mm-hmm. Almark, if they're standing on their heads, I don't know if Almark can, can play every game. I mean, he hasn't played more than something like 30-something in a, a season. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. But scoring from every line, I like the way they, they mixed up the lines. You know, not one top heavy. We have enough talent that everyone can can move the puck around on each of the three lines. Even the fourth line is playing fine. Uh, so I guess I wanted to ask, what can we add to this team? You know, when, when the time comes, what, what can we get? I, I know the name Patrick Kane has been out there. Uh, which that's a sexy name, but do we really need him on this offense? I like a guy like uh, Klingberg in, in uh, Anaheim. Yes. I think that's a guy that could be on the move. Um, and this Celtics team, holy shit. I mean, they lose a game in Golden State, and I think it's the end of the fucking world. I mean, I guess I would like to see them play better <laughs> oh, against the Jesus. team they lost to in the championship, but, you know, uh, you can't classic. get mad over one loss. Uh, my question on the Celtics is where the fuck is Gallinari? <laughs> What's going on with him? Is he is his, is his injury getting better? Is he going to be playing this year? Is he not playing until next year? And when he comes back, what can he add to this team? I'd like to hear what you guys have to say. Also, not your area, but what do you think about the uh, Bogots going to San Diego? Oh, no. See, my my take is that if they sent this six-year, $162 million deal before the season started and got him fucking signed, we wouldn't be in this situation. Heated. I think he would have taken that deal before the season started. Don't disagree. Then when you're fighting everyone and, you know what, it's, we'll get back to the, the Bruins and the Celtics. <laughs> but I just like you take the situation if you guys want to chime in. Hey, love the show. Thanks for having me. Dude, okay. The Boston Badger. The Boston Badger. Uh, not lot, bad. A lot not, A lot. A lot of not bad. Some, uh. Yep. What are you saying? And then, uh, I mean, I got to be honest. I, I wanted to talk about the Xander thing. Okay. Do you want to start oh, with that part of it? Yeah, it's it's quick. It's uh, fuck the oh, it's sorry. It's sorry, Aunt Penny, and then it's fuck the Boston management ownership. Fuck Chain Boom Bloom, whatever the fuck your name is. <laughs> Boom it doesn't make sense to me. Whatever Chain Lame Lame Lame. Let's call him Lame. That's nice. my new take on him. Lame I, dude, Boom. This is so dumb. They guaranteed it too. All every reading I was reading was that it was it was done. It's get ready, Red Sox fans. Get ready for this to happen with Raffy. Yep, absolutely. I will be stunned if we have Devers on this team in two years. Stunned. It's horseshit. This organization doesn't care about you. They won their titles. They're fine. They they're selling Liverpool. They're gonna just 
be rich and middle here and not play not pay the luxury tax it's 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 disgusting i hate that he's going to san diego too because i'm like a pseudo <laughs> i like stand my my neighborhood baseball team you know i look out for my echo park dodgers yeah. <laughs> and so i'm like yeah i hate and i hate manny machado i brought this up all playoffs when i was filming ephus he ended pedroia's career that's a bad guy he's not a good guy Anyways, I hate, I'm so pissed about Xander Bogarts. It's just, the the team does not care, the the ownership does not care about you. They do not want to win. They so all of that aside, you. let me just ask you because I have a very specific um, stance on it. How do you feel about 11 years and the amount of money? Like, do you, how do you feel about giving somebody that type of contract? It's it's a lot. It is. It's too much, man. I don't is, care who it is. Eleven years—that's absurd. So overpay him for nine. Sure, sure, but like even nine's a lot for me personally. Six, six is, is a is a perfect contract. Eight is like my max. But it's just those just aren't be, what's being handed. I mean, look I know, what he got. I understand. He got it. You know, it's just it's just that's not the market anymore. I expect the team to respect the market now. Right. No, I I, I, don't I agree with you, but yeah, dude, I I'm eleven years well is too aware much. Thirty one. Right. And he'll be 42 when this expires, and he probably won't have played baseball for a while. But I don't care. You're multi. You're like a billion dollar entity, the Fenway Group. Also, act like you care about the fans and what they want. Pay the luxury tax against the New York Yankees. That's right. a hot take. Right. Or sell the team, cash <clears throat> out. It's just, it's. I just, I hate it. And I, I, I'm a guy who wants to pay for pay it forward or like you know or not even pay it forward pay it backwards i want to pay it backwards this dude won us world series he was here for two yeah numerous world series i was there for both of them okay all right dude rub it in and uh, <laughs> uh good for him getting paid uh, i hate all of it don orsillo and uh, and him have reunited congratulations to them yeah, I'm happy oh, for him. I read a tweet that was, we'll give you Xander Bogarts and Don Orsillo, and we'll take Hosmer. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm pissed about that. Anyways, back to the Badger. All right, so he had a couple other things that we should talk about, too. So he had a lot, lot to say about the Bruins. Um, do you think that going after somebody like Patrick Kane is, one, necessary, and two, a actual thing that could happen for the Bruins this year I mean right now we're healthy scratching a guy every night that I'm fine with being in the lineup right uh I guess more cushion on that wouldn't hurt I I have no concerns with this team against anyone like I'll take on anyone in the NHL I'm not afraid of anyone with this current team now the rich getting richer is never a bad thing but right, in right. terms of need saying the word need I don't think that's an accurate word for it. I don't think they need anything. What do we want? How do we want to bolster up? How do we want to add depth? I'm happy, dude. I'm happy with our defense for the first time in a long time, like through throughout the six. Okay. Like, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty happy. So I suppose this sort of leans into the question that I had sent you a text about earlier this week. Right, which is, I guess, padding again. But Yeah, please say it. Yeah. So my question to you was, would you take Zidane Ochara as strictly, strictly, for the people who didn't hear it the first time, a depth guy. Like, he doesn't play more than single-digit games during the regular season, 
and he is literally there to be a guy in case somebody goes down in the playoffs. He obviously would take the least amount of money, and if you sign him towards the end of the season, I believe that's prorated anyway so that you don't have to pay the entire, you know, it's not like you're putting a million dollars on the books. You're putting however much time is left on the books. Um, so would you take him strictly as a depth guy and nothing more? Uh, in an ideal world, uh, yeah. But I think in practicality, no. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's going to work is really what it is. Zidane Chara played like over 20 seasons, played, played them. He didn't like he didn't he never did this healthy scratch guy who gets plug and played and I think momentum and constant playing kind of keeps him up with it. I remember like seven years ago we thought Z was getting too old and he was getting beat and like I don't know if he was injured or what it was but like that looked like bad age thing. Like I'm just worried you you plug in this like mid forties guy and he's literally like the it's he's a liability. He's a it's a potential liability. I just don't. I think in this perfect dream world where he plays the same way he did last year, exactly as he does, if you plug him in in the playoffs or in April or in March, like ideally he's that guy. But like I just don't. I think that's a crazy gamble. I don't. I don't think that's a surefire thing. I, th- then again, I'm I'm advocating for 11 years of Xander Bogarts. You know, it, if Z wants to take a vet minimum to do this, fine. But like, let's try it early and let's see how it goes. I just I really don't see it working. I don't see us. I don't see him being effective as a mid forty-eight, mid middle forties individual. Well, you who is not playing every night constantly. He's not in game shape, and I think Zidane Ochara can be physically in game shape and like be able to be on an NHL rank. But I think for him, again, he really builds momentum through playing a lot and playing every night and playing night in and night out and gaining, you know, like gaining momentum and you know going through ups and downs and everything like that so i i just don't i don't find it i don't think it's a realistic thing i think it's fantastical and i think that you and i are on the same page with that it could happen for the most part yeah yeah i just think you know i'm i'm worried because every single year our problem has always been and i'm not even talking about the playoffs yet i'm talking about but all the way to the end of the regular season it's always been depth we end up pulling up guys from Providence that were like, this guy, this guy, this guy. Like, how many young guys need to come up here and be mediocre when, you know, it's just that that's where our biggest struggle is. And then don't even get me started on the playoffs because that's when it's the worst. We seem to have, like, this curse on us every single year. And, yes, every team gets hurt in the playoffs. It just is what it is. Like, nobody's ever – I would be very surprised if somebody went an entire – you know, won the cup but never had a single injury – enough to take them out of the lineup. Like we we know guys play through injuries all the time, but you know, I would be shocked if to find out that a team made it all the way there and nobody got hurt one time. Um so yeah. I, I struggle with that and I think that I think we need depth. I just don't know that the Chara thing works. Sure, and that that was just like a, you know, a <laughs> hypothetical and I was curious on what your thought <laughs> thought was on it, but you know, I think at the deadline, if you were to ask me what I want, I want to go after defensemen. I don't want to go after forwards. And they don't have totally. to be no, a number don't one. Touch the top line. I think Badger even said that himself. He, Yeah, I mean. It, we, we got enough talent to balance the lines. Exactly. Go yeah. after defense. And the defense, I think, is good enough right now. But go after more. It doesn't hurt to add a forward, but defense. it's not going to be a top I, two line guy. You want to talk about picking from the farm. I'd rather give a winger or center a shot than a D-man. 
I, I totally agree. Like I, I, you rely I, I, on them I so can much say more. Hypothetically, why I think that makes sense, but to me that just makes sense more. Yeah. Well, I mean, you. I mean, you only got six guys, and when you have when you have forwards out there that can make up for mistakes of yeah. younger players or inexperienced players, it really makes a difference. Like you could bury somebody on the fourth line and move up one of your better fourth line guys, but it's not that easy to do on on defense. And exactly. I think that one one or two guys at the deadline just as a depth move, maybe a guy who actually would plug in there and be a big part of the team when he comes in would be awesome too, but I think that we have something special and but they do need they do need to go all in. I mean, you know we both know this is it. We we've talked about it a million times. You got to win it this year or you might not for who knows how long. Yeah, I think at the deadline you got to see who's available and you got to see what your competitors are doing because you can get jumped by other teams and you should just get throw your hat in all of those rings. Absolutely. I think right now we have a really good footing as the strongest roster in the NHL. I think it's better to do that in like a box it not to bring a basketball metaphor into it, but like boxing out the other people, boxing out the competition to see what you can do to bolster up. So let me throw this this crazy hypothetical at you today. I got a I got a DM saying for the I believe it was the third time in his career, only the third time in his career, uh Milan Lucic was a healthy scratch. Does that mean that he's being traded back to the Bruins? <laughs> And would you want him on the Bruins? Oh my God! Uh, yeah, that'd be awesome. But <laughs> no, no, I don't think that means that that's not what that means. But at the same time, it is a very head scratching move, like to to I, scratch. A Milan guy like feels that. like forty, and I don't think he's like that close to forty. No, but he's that close to the end of his career, right? <laughs> hey, he's as close to the end of his career as Zdeno Chara, and Zdeno Chara has retired already. That's true. <laughs> uh, uh, I'd take him back, and I'd I'd give him minutes, and I'd hope for the Felino effect to start rubbing on all these older guys. That would and be the Bergeron effect and the Krejci effect, right? That David said, but yeah, no, I, I you kidding me? Yeah, healthy scratching Lucic, fine. <laughs> Doesn't I, bolster the defense, but what am I going to say? I do no, have a. No, uh, a bone to pick with the Badger, some, some one of the things that he said. Yeah, was it where's Gallinari? No, it was before <laughs> that. It was when he said that Swayman has been playing very well and standing on his head. And I unfortunately, oh, yeah, was, I unfortunately yeah. hate to say that I disagree with that because he's been playing terribly. He has uh, just about every game he's letting up three plus. Yeah, his record would say otherwise, but we happen to be a very very strong offensive team. Maybe one of the strongest in the NHL. And I'm going to say this the one time this episode because I don't want to say it a million more times, but it's still early. There's still plenty of time for him to come around. Um, Omark is playing at an uh, like unfathomable level. I think they said he's 15 and one now, or something like that. 16 and one. Like I mean, this guy's playing out of his mind. So you can't really compare the two that way. But Swayman is letting in some soft goals, letting in some bad goals. And to be fair, the defense hasn't been playing great in front of him. I mean. The Arizona game I'll get into in a little bit, but like that was a pretty bad showing on just about everybody's part. I mean, we're talking about the Coyotes here, but you got to see it with in a room of less than ten thousand people. How cool! <laughs> it was insane. But that was the one thing that really stuck out to me. It was like I don't, I don't think that he's been standing on his head. 
I think there have been games where he stood on his head, but I mean, at the same time, so has the team themselves. Like they've really made it easy for him in a few games too. But um, I, don't I mean, know. I, we got to talk about the first Golden Knights game. Yeah, that was remarkable. I mean, a bummer. We only pulled out the point, but we pulled out a point in a massive way that game in front of him against an important team that really wanted to beat us. Um, And they did and get, you know, congratulations, Bruce revenge game back on, back on our ice. Dude, shout out Bruce Cassidy though. Shout out Bruce Cassidy. Nothing but love. Played the video. He got really emotional. It was, it was great because I mean, for the people I thought they who, were doing everything. I thought the refs were going to do everything to rip it out of his hands, man. Those five on threes or whatever yeah. down the stretch. I was like, right, I'll take it. For <laughs> for the people who are like, you know, this is see what happens when you get a good coach. It's like, what do you mean get a good coach? We won the president's trophy, which we know is a look curse. at where this we man went to the finals team is right now, and look at his team. He's a great coach. You're a moron. There's so many people that say that too. It's not just like one or two people. Like there's so many people that are like, "See, we wouldn't, we never would have won this game if it, if we had Bruce as the coach." It's like, Listen, are you sure? You want to make that argument? That's fine. But Bruce is a bad coach is a dumb argument, right? You want to make the argument that his coaching style. You want to really break it down, which I think might be a little beyond someone with this take to begin with. You really want to break down what Bruce strategically would have done wrong and inferior to this other team in a certain situation that we pulled off. Fine. I don't think you're actually correct, and I don't think it's any way to prove it. But at the end of the day, if you think Bruce Cassidy's a bad coach, you're a moron. Yeah, he. They're the top team in the West, I believe, and we're the top team they in the East. I mean, by a bit. Yeah. Come on. They got more of a cushion. We got the New Jersey Devils just rocking. We keep dancing with them, so skipping ahead and behind. Toronto's coming up quick too, though. Yeah. Whatever. Mitch Marner's on like a 23 game point streak. Whatever. See, do it in the second round. Yeah, exactly. Cowards. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. That was my only my only like issue with the 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 Badgers uh, Bruins take there. Celtics. Swayman, take. you look at his record, you think that, but yeah, he definitely needs to step it up. But I mean, overall, the, the guy he's not lying. He he's got some good points there. Yeah. Uh, Gallinari tours ACL for the for Italy. He's uh, out until further notice. Yeah, check out Sam Hauser. Gallinari would do what Sam Hauser's doing, but be a little bit taller and maybe honestly worse on defense. Because Hauser's not bad, but Gallinari's maybe old and over it. I don't know if he really locks people down. The six ten frame, but uh, yeah, Gallinari's there. He's on the bench. He's right. He's with the team. He's he seems to have Celtic spirit. I, I like the guy. His social media, he posts and he seems into the games. You know, he's there though. We'll see him next year, maybe. How did you feel about the the loss to Golden State? Did you feel like it was the end of the world? No, I, I'm. It's stupid. It's very frustrating. I'm pissed about the loss because the the this narrative, the, the fact that you have to ask me that question now. Because <laughs> we're all just stupid, like it's just—I'm not concerned at all. Are the, but here's the thing: the Warriors are going to figure it out. I'm more worried about the Warriors team in April through June than I am this, like yesterday's game. Stupid. No, it was a bad game. Tatum couldn't play. Whatever. Jalen Brown looked amazing. 
and we did it with no centers. We had no Al and we had no Rob, and they had their full team. So, no, I'm not. I'm not even concerned. I'm just. It's uh, it's annoying. I wanted to beat them. I wanted the revenge game. We got another one this season. That's great. But I wanted to do it at home, and you know, this it was heavily documented during the finals last year. We've won plenty. We've won more than any team in Oracle since Steph Curry's been there. Like we we win at the Warriors. We did it with Isaiah Thomas. We've done it time and time again. I I wanted the revenge game. If you think it means anything. You're a moron. <laughs> you need a button. I was going to say, tomorrow, button, today's, like, today's uh, the word of the episode is moron. Yeah. Um, Everyone's, hey, calm, <laughs> you should title it, Calm Down, Morons. Speaking of moron, I think people are coming around to your, um, your stance about somebody on the Celtics. I've been seeing a lot of people basically calling Grant Williams a moron. He is. He needs to <laughs> shut up. People are getting pretty fed up with his uh, his mouth, his play, all of it. I don't know what it is, but... Um, Here's the thing. I think his mouth is awful even if he's playing well. Yeah. I'm sick of this notion. It's like, well, he's hitting corner threes. Well, he dropped 19 points. Or they get excited over, like, 12. They're like, well, he got, he got 12 points. So what? He cost us, like, seven points in, in like, fouls and technical fouls and possession back. He's a, oh, he, I hate him. I don't hate him. That's a lot. No, you I also don't. saw something <laughs> you sent. That video you sent me is the most I've liked Grant Williams in a while. I, was it actually Grant Williams? I, I don't want to believe otherwise because, it's again, <laughs> it's the only thing I'm holding on to of, of like a glimmer of I can kind of tolerate this guy. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it is a funny one. I would love to know his market. I would just love to know his market value. <laughs> And I know he's like the little brother who's annoying, but I still will always believe that everyone's fine with the little brother who's annoying not being on the team anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, we all got the internet in our pockets. I'll shoot you a text if I miss you. I mean, especially if you plug in somebody who's actually going to be like beneficial to the team. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I mean, I'm not I, in that think, locker I think room. So. Over, I think he's overvalued, really. So I, yeah. I think he's a good player, but I don't think he's a starter really at any point i think he's maybe like a six man first off the bench type thing i don't know maybe i'm wrong i don't know he's annoying i'm not wrong there <laughs> if you don't think he's annoying listen to the celtics <laughs> listen to celtics players talk about it yeah yeah he's annoying he's obnoxious well uh yeah people are coming around on that because he's getting a lot of technical fouls yeah and my guy loves screaming at female officials and i think that's a little weird that it's not i don't see him yell at men as much and i think it's a little weak i I'll take that. i don't know maybe i went a weird corner there anyways i don't think you are but shout out shout out the uh the boston badger um i literally i wish i could prop bet oh and shot badger also degenerate i I just found it. He DM'd me. He said he's got a he had the Bruins money line tonight, which was a fine pick and a McAvoy goal. So he was he was one for two tonight on his game. I just looked at my requests. <laughs> he's he's like, I know you gamble. <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna be watching over my shoulder at games now, thinking that he's gonna be like coming up behind me and being like, yeah, giving me his hot takes in in the flesh. 
Well, the nosebleed faithful is that <laughs> is that a term anyone says? I think he forgot the name of the podcast and he thought that was close enough. <laughs> so that's that's what I think happened there. But oh my god! But yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you got if you got thoughts like the like the badger does, then definitely send us a. A DM, oh. send us a voice memo, whatever you got to yeah. do. Like I said, I think he got a little fed up with me not responding to uh, the 700 DMs that I got from him. So I think yeah. he thought this is the best way to go about it. And and I agree. I mean, that it was there was a lot to unpack there, but he had good points, I will say. Look, we look, we say we're all about the conversation here, Andrew. So we are. It's true. So we so we let him do a voice memo and we ignored his DMs. Bring it on. <laughs> Um, let's talk about, let's talk about mullet arena in Arizona. Okay. Um, have you seen the coyotes play in Arizona before? Never. No. Okay. Cause I don't know what to expect. Like as far as what, what it was like before, but this was a home game for the Bruins. Um, this was probably about 75% Bruins fans. And that's, that's, kind of a lot when the the place only holds 5000 people um to so that you can't even fill 25% of that as your own like you, all you can fill is 25% of it at, with your own fans that's sad um and i and i actually don't mind the coyotes as a team but and i don't mean to come off like super harsh here but it's an embarrassment to the league i got to be honest with you like they treated this like it was a college team they were like you know they were they were doing giveaways they're doing all this stuff which is cool don't get me wrong like i'm all about the fun like all all the kids that were there were having a blast and it was cool because a lot of them got to actually get swag because there weren't a lot of fans there for like for the coyotes so they were all getting like the t-shirts and all this kind of stuff um but they were treating this like it was a college team playing uh i felt like i was at a manchester monarchs game but in even in an even smaller arena, uh, it was a blast. I'm not. I'm not like you know the the arena was super cool. It was really clean. Uh, yeah, but was it like the Monarchs? And then you're like, shit, that's Bergie. Oh my God, Marshawn. I mean, I'm that so was close. the coolest part. It was like, I mean, I was literally sitting on a bleacher. I didn't have an actual seat, and I got to watch the Bruins play in a five thousand capacity arena and it was like it was a blast i mean i don't think there's ever going to be another time unless you go within the next couple of years that you're ever going to be able to see that and have that happen again i want to know what percentage of the crowd on any given night on average are coyotes students oh I don't think a lot, but I will say that there was a guy. It's campus, right? There, yeah, it is literally on campus. Like there was a kid that was behind me screaming. He was a Coyotes fan, screaming at the top of his lungs, having a blast, yelling at all the players, yelling to his goalie when he was close enough. Like he was, he was a super fan, and he was like, he was funny, but he was the entire time at level one hundred, and. I feel like he had to have been a college kid because he was way too hyped for to be like an adult, to be like a real, real adult that has a job and a family to go home to or something. Um, he, dude, he was, he was Damn, to, say, to say that in Phoenix after coming from Boston is really saying something. Well, he was, he was out of his mind, dude. Like I said, he was like on a hundred percent 
and and I got to give him credit because like there aren't a lot there aren't a lot of fans there, and he was definitely the loudest one, and I should have I should have got I, I should have went up and talked to him and been like, hey, come on the podcast, you can scream all you want, yeah. Record a voice memo. We'll turn down the decibels. Yeah, exactly. But it was super fun. I had a blast. Um, there was a ton of Bruins fans. Like I said, it was basically a home game. Um, had a handful of friends that were out there for that game as well. And I would definitely recommend people, like if your team is playing out there, uh, go watch them. It's it's really fun to be able to say that you saw them in that small of an arena. You get to be every, – every single seat in the house is – is great so um it doesn't matter where you sit i was basically walking right next to jack edwards like what going in there because it's all it's all one level people were saying that the nesson, was he walking straight line <laughs> people were saying that the the <laughs> nesson feed and the coyotes feed were bleeding into each other because they're both standing right next to each other recording like their their audio feeds and you could hear Jack Edwards screaming on the Arizona feed and vice versa. Uh, so it was like people were very con- confused when they were watching the game. See, that's an arena and a game that I would think Jack Edwards would have found a way to get canceled. He literally said, I think on the broadcast, we're, we're uh, coming to you from the 13th row. <laughs> that's how close they are. Um. Yeah, dude, it, it mean, was that's wild. Not, that's not mean. That's just a fact. You gotta, you gotta get out there next year. We gotta do the trip together, and we gotta. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be. No, I'm down. We'll plan around that. And and shout mean, out I, to you should have. We should have planned it. We screwed up big time. Which the part? Celtics played there. True. The next day or something like two days later. No, it was before. It was before. It was two days before. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like two days on either side of that won't happen again. No. Nah. But that's wild. The uh, the Patriots play there on Monday. Or tomorrow, we blew Phoenix today. week. This 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 it wrote itself. Yeah. Um, but it was super fun, man. There was a huge brawl in the stands. I don't know if you saw the video of that. No, dude, it was it was insane. <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to catch the oh, video. Was Bru- wasn't it Bruins on Bruins fans? No, it was it was Bruins and Coyotes fans from what I saw. Oh yeah, the classic rivalry. Yeah, exactly. We hate each other. But I was surprised, man. I I had a good time. Like I'd never been to Arizona before. Uh the area is super cool. I know it's a college campus obviously, but there's a lot of cool stuff around, like a lot of cool spots for food and everything. So That's Subway. I highly yeah, Subway, um, Subway Jack in the Box. The, uh, yeah, they accept like the student dollars. It's cool. <laughs> So I definitely recommend it to anybody who wants to go see their team play out there. Like it's it's a cool area to just hang and uh and see a game. How's the pricing based off of five thousand people? Uh fifteen dollar beers, which I don't drink anyway, so it doesn't matter to me, but the the ticket prices were absurd too. Like I got no, lucky. Yeah. I got lucky and I, I basically I got a ticket for like one fifty, which was cheap. If I, I thought about for a minute waiting until day of to buy a ticket, and the cheapest single on day of was over $400. Oh, that's how people do it there. I guess so. So you're better off like a week in advance. That's wild. Yeah. It, I, I'm so glad I didn't wait because I would have been screwed. But yeah, worth the trip. I'm super happy that I went. Um, Shout out to Stitches. 
Shout out Sports Stitches. Saw him out there. Uh, a couple other buddies too. Um, so it was cool. Yeah, it was cool to like see some people that are from here. We all hung out and uh, and enjoyed the Bruins' loss. I guess. Yeah, I wish I made it down. I did make a lot of money working instead. So hell okay yeah, with that. that's what it's all about. It's all about working. Yeah, I was actually on a work out. trip because, believe it or not, people listening to this, this isn't my full time job. I know it's hard to believe, but um, honestly, we'd be pathetic at this if this was our full time job. <laughs> it's like once a week, sometimes late. <laughs> like we're making a career off it, but we can't even we get like numerous or, episodes out a week. Or it would be like I'm down though. They want to start paying us. I'll do five a week. Maybe. I know. I'll dude. do Monday through Friday. Who wants to? If you guys. If you want to sponsor the podcast, send us a DM. We send know that you do. Um, we know that you're listening. This is probably uh, anybody, if you work for Apple, uh, if you work for Amazon and you're listening to this and you want to sponsor Spotify. us. <laughs> uh, you want to send over your bank account information. Uh, yeah, we can wire. You can wire money to us and all that. Like, it's no problem. But yeah, we can wire it to ourselves. Whatever you need. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. no big deal. Anyways, we'll talk details. We'll have our people call your people. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. But yeah, no Bruins got got hot again tonight. Be Vegas. Um, hey, yeah, twice twice this week, but avoided back to back losses from both teams. Yeah, I was listening to the radio afterwards because I mean that's something a boomer would say. But I was listening to the right. radio afterwards in your, and listening in your home, that's listening to Taylor part. Hall. You really tell people how weird you were doing it. Don't <laughs> don't make it normalized like you were in the car. You were doing that like in a chair in your living room. You freaking old man. <laughs> so Taylor Hall was saying they asked him. They were like, you know, you guys have yet to lose a game. You, you yet to lose back to back games. And he said. You know, we talked about that in the room. We kind of pride ourselves oh, on no, not they're asking it now. Huh? I knew it. The media. I knew once I brought it up on here, the media would start asking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, he, he was like, we we really pride ourselves on trying not to lose too straight, and you know, really putting the the pedal to the metal and getting that win, and not have back to back losses because that's really when teams start to slide. Like, yeah. Oh man! When yeah. we when they scored that first goal today, I was a little worried. I was like, "Oh man, is this where our skid starts? Like, is this where we lose to Arizona and then lose to yeah, Vegas?" From the Coyotes, right? Yeah. And and I mean, there's there's some good games coming up as well. So we could have went on a, a real, we could have lost a couple games here, but um, we got the Islanders on Tuesday, and then Thursday we have the Kings, which is. I mean that's not an easy game right there. They're fifteen and eleven, so fifteen, eleven, and five. So that's a decent record. And then we yeah, they're have, doing solid this year. Yeah, we got Columbus coming up too, which they're not good this year. But I like it more when the Kings are good in LA. You can't really tell the difference, but to me, it, it's important. I was I was sitting next to a couple people at the uh, the coyotes game and they were like yeah we're here from la or we're you know we go see the bruins whenever they're out there but we live in la and this is this and i was like you guys gonna go see them when they come out there in january and the the woman was like no we're gonna go to anaheim i was like okay i mean you you literally just said like that you are from la and that you always go see them we did phoenix and anaheim this year yeah (laughs) yeah sure all right okay Whatever, support them. We Who don't cares? trust that crypto stuff. Nah, definitely not. Fair bet, bet, ma'am, ma'am, 
bet. Uh, yeah, I I mean, I just think both teams had the opportunity to lose two straight here, and they beat the harder team each time. Celtics beating the Suns before the Warriors. Granted, there's another game to happen before the Celtics don't drop two in a row. Not just but beating the Suns, though. With this recording. Yeah, Celtics whooping the Suns. Yeah. Not even a worthy game of watching last Wednesday. Uh, Were they the best team in the West, or are they? They yeah they are, so and that's are not still. that's a real win, man. Like that's a that's, that's a legitimate, and that's the that's the better win between that and the Warriors. The Warriors one's just annoying because of the, uh, you know the, the narrative it starts. Yeah, the, the nonsensical, not real, based in reality narrative. Uh, that the team's handling fine. I've seen comments about how they aren't concerned at all. So those guys know how to handle the media too. It's it's pretty awesome. And shout out to Jalen Brown when he was asked about <laughs> the, the prince and the duchess or whatever. Hey, what was it like playing in front of them? Uh, it was just another game for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe don't ask about the colonizers to Jalen Brown. What about anybody. the? Uh, what about the when they asked? Um, they asked coach. They asked him about that, and then he had like such a weird. He has such a funny comment. Did you hear his, his response? Missoula? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. They basically were like, how did you feel about playing in front of the the um, the king and the queen or whatever whatever they had said to him? Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and he was like, he was like, oh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph were here? And they were like, what? And he was like, "Those that's, that's the only uh, royalty that I know of. It was like such a weird, but he was, I think he was kidding. I don't really know, but... Um, he definitely had a, a strange response. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't to, hear about that. I just think to ask uh, non anyone who's not white about how they feel about monarchy. And honestly, most white people should kind of feel this way. It's like they're not great. <laughs> it's historically pretty bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know, not to get any political or anything on it, but like last week tonight did like a whole thing on it. It's like, well, we couldn't talk about this when she passed, but now it's been two months. So let's go over the Queen's history and why it's problematic. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't know about like any of this. This is pretty bad. Yeah. Let's uh, let's just not acknowledge it. Cool. Yeah, there was definitely there. some not great things. You should ask Jalen Brown how he feels about playing in front of Gucci Mane as much as he does and how <laughs> Gucci Mane's like his number one stand I want to know the answer to that question I think you we all ask, want to know the answer to that question you should ask Tatum how he feels when he plays in front of Nelly dude they've asked that before and it was a good question but ask again ask every time ask every time he's from the Lou and he's proud yeah all right shout out Nelly I'm, dude I'm from the Lou and I'm proud dude last night uh, me, Daniel, and my girlfriend just went late on YouTube diving, but it was like bat mitzvah slash like middle school dance songs. So okay. we, we had some country grammar going. We had, you know, little John and the East Side boys. It was yes. a deep dive. That, I mean, you're, you're hitting all the jams right now. It was we didn't miss yesterday. Not one off song. That's so honestly sick. some of the some of the music videos aren't the same anymore. So some of the most comical music videos, just full features for like Eminem's like old videos. So <laughs> such good music videos, but also some are so ridiculous. But that's what makes them so good. It's unbelievable. Yeah, like talk about it's just like it's kind of a shame he just like got so into pills because it's like 
he could have been like a comedic actor kind of like he could have made this weird transition that no one's really done but he he could have pulled it off but now he's just kind of like monotonous even, did you hear in, that they, while he, raps. he was supposed to be like the lead in a gta movie no but and then I they think that would have been sick yeah and then they uh they like killed the the movie the script must have been bad or something but he yeah he was supposed to have like his own gta movie and there's a parallel universe that's got some pretty pretty cool media that we really missed out on I know I want to go there because I want the, I want to go there to see that movie and then I want to see Avatar never exist. Yeah. yeah I'm so perfect. I'm so sick of so seeing you're not, Avatar. You're not using your AMC this 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 weekend? No. Or whenever? I'm not. I'm not going to see that movie. But there's they're in water now. Oh my god, good. Even better. Maybe they'll drown. He should have just said, he just should have named the movie Avatar X Titanic. <laughs> and had the like crossover Leo, event. Like, on a door, of, of like, I'm fine, and I can breathe here. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> they come up from oh, underneath, man. they just lift Jack out of the water, and he survives. Yeah. Yep. There you go. I'm stoked for tomorrow and Tuesday, man. Yeah, I'm excited Pretty for cool. you, man. I, I'm, I'm, that's going to be sick. Which game yeah. comes first? Clippers. Clippers nice. at seven thirty tomorrow. Uh on ESPN or NBA TV. But both are national games and then Lakers on TNT. Look for your boy under one of the baskets. I was gonna say, um it doesn't even matter what it's on because you're gonna be there and you're gonna be courtside. So Yeah. Well, just just telling people to look for me. That's true. They they're gonna see TNT you. under the right hand basket. Believe me, they're gonna see you. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to wear my Grillo's Pickles uh, camo pants. Of course. Construction boots, Red Sox hat, Marcus Smart jersey. And it's my seen, hope is that Marcus hustles down like a, a ball deflection or like a block. And he like comes dives right by you. me and I stand, I stay, and, I stand and, I, and I dap him up. Yeah. Let's go. And everyone, like everyone in the crowd, even Lakers fans are just like clapping. They're like, yeah. you did it. Wow. You dapped on Marcus. Yeah. Like, I did it. That's, yeah. So, that'll happen Tuesday night. Okay. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that you just described your outfit to the game, but also the outfit that you're definitely going to be buried in. Yeah, I don't. And here's the other thing: I don't plan outfits like w- like to a point where it's like a problem. So, oh, I'm going to this uh, th- like formal function. I should really have thought of something here. Mm. It's like work. I know what I got to wear. There's only a certain acceptable pants, of course, and then there's a work shirt. Great, nailed it. Maybe I'll incorporate the vest today. Maybe I won't. Ooh, you know, yeah. But then every other day, it's like I I step outside, and most people, I I guarantee you, the thought in their head is just like, wow, that guy dresses himself, and he doesn't do it well. He's been doing it for a long time, <laughs> and he just he's very uh, fuck it mode. You know, like I think I make Adam Sandler look fashionable. Like at times, you know, I don't know, uh, but I've had this outfit ready to rock. Yeah, this is this is the Celtics one. It's ready to roll. Are you going to wear the, the yeah. question is whether I wear the starter jacket over it or not? Are you going to wear sunglasses inside, though, is the real question. I, I was to... thinking about that, too. Yeah. Accessories is really going to put it over the top for me. But there's big, time. There's time. There's big. time. You can think about it. I got a ring. I got my dad's old high school or whatever. Or his. I don't know what it's not his high school it has his initials on it, but I got my dad's gold ring. 
For like, is it a pinky ring or no? No, I'd fall off. Okay, but, you know, right. I could put it on there and just like make a fist. Yeah, man, this is like this Arthur. is turning out like, like it's going to be a complete disaster. But I love it. I love it for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, with that being said, I think, I think that we say go Celtics, go Bruins. But like, th- I think this was a good episode. We got Me the too. Boston Badger in here, uh, which I, DMs I would imagine that it's going to continue. He's he's going to continue to just keep sending audio messages. Yeah, you just played like 90 seconds for him. Yeah, exactly. Like, now he's like, oh, since I'm getting airtime. Yeah, yeah, you know, be careful. He, don't, he doesn't send a podcast to be on. <laughs> or just like, our whole podcast is just something he recorded. And it's like murmuring over it. Oh, man. Well, I'm excited. Hey, for but you told me about Patrick Kane. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, you didn't know that. That you did seem pretty surprised by that. Yeah, I didn't know about that. I mean, I think it's cool, but I don't. I don't know who I want him replacing. Yeah, I like. I even like Greer. I'm a Greer guy. Big Greer guy for sure. Big Trent Freddy boy. They're all coming around. Everybody's coming yeah. around, playing well. Um, yeah. on both those teams. guys. Those guys need to play right now. Yes, it's, they need experience. They got to play. So I don't need some vet coming in and taking that away, and then that vet getting injured, and we got some inexperience out there. No, I hear you. I hear you. Nah. Let's give them the experience. Let's see what happens. Roll it into the playoffs and and see where we end up. Yeah. Congrats to the Bruins on splitting the Golden Knight series. Yes. Maybe, maybe see, maybe, maybe. Just saying, it's not unrealistic, but it's not, it's a long way to get there, but maybe see you down the road, Bruce. Oof. That would be a tough one. That, that would be a, that would be a tough series. But you got to beat the best to be the best. That is what they say. That's what we say here. <laughs> we made that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go All bees, right, go seas. Sleep, bro. What? Get some sleep. Yeah, I'm I'm working on it. I'm gonna do that shortly here. Me too, and it's like way earlier. <laughs> it's all I'm good. Sorry. Not cool. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever, man. You know what time it is. I'll see you next year for three hundred dollars uh in Phoenix. <laughs> yes, you will. Stretch this plan. Bless it all.